0: When you would play with your tape recorders that you had when you were a wee lad, Dave, (laughs) did you do a lot of sound effects, like war stuff?
1: I think um, we did uh, radio shows.
0: Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Is this our banter? Yeah. We're on the air. (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Jeff Hallett here sitting across from me is... Dave Kleinschmidt. David Tiberius Kleinschmidt. <laughs> and
1: we are the two half squads, the one and only podcast
0: dedicated... 100%.
1: 100%, 100%? Yeah, we're going to go with 100%.
0: Yeah. We're going to go with that, and we're going to stick with that. Anybody that says it's not, it's fake news. That's to the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader.
1: And Jeff was just asking me about tape recorders. Anything? Well, I was curious. Any, we, and,
0: we had tape recorders, because my dad worked for a company that sold... Audio equipment, and uh, so he would always bring the latest stuff home, and we would play combat and stuff like that, and do sound effects, lots of sound effects.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We made some kind of radio show. I know, and I recorded a bunch of TV theme songs. Oh, recorded them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that was like a big deal. And then we'd play them for our friends, and they would try and guess all the TV theme songs later on i saw there were cd's of these like 70s theme songs yeah, you know yeah so once again i already thought of it but didn't market it
0: no that's the problem that's the difference between you and rich people <laughs> <laughs> and me and rich people they put those thoughts into actions yeah we did a lot of war stuff my brother and i we we always liked doing the sound effects and my sister my uh one of my older sisters would do it with us, but girls are no good at sound effects, uh, in my opinion. Boy, I'm not even sure I've ever heard any of them do it. Well, and there's a reason for that, is because they're not—they're not good at it. <laughs> but like machine guns, I have, and I have, and, and then and you know, and rifles would go, and girls would go like pew pew pew. <laughs> That's not... It just didn't fit. So we'd always edit her out. We did have... uh, Let's see. This would have been... 18...
1: years ago. Maybe? More? The keychain sound effect maker. It had a rocket, machine gun, explosion. Oh, I
0: vaguely remember that. And little
1: white buttons. And my friend Louie got one, and we would... Do it while playing ASL. Oh. Of, yeah. Which I think has come up on this show before, because we did a whole comedy bit. Do you remember on the guy making the sound effects?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we played with somebody that would do... Uh, I played with somebody once at uh, Games Plus. Uh, and it wasn't ASL. We were playing something else. he said, all right, I'm going to move up my troops here. <laughs> and he <you> always... <laughs> Punctuated everything with the staccato effect of machine guns. And it was a little disturbing. It was a little too weird for me. Yeah, it could be. I have a very narrow corridor of acceptance. Of (laughs) normal? Yeah. Anything outside of that, you know, you're really, you're risking the, uh, you're risking Jeff walking away from you or never calling you again. (laughs) I'm sorry you don't meet my high standards. And uh, I th- I'm sure that's true for a lot of people. But I've gone through a lot of gamers, uh, g- gamer friends that way. Fortunately You have not. I have. Fortunately, uh, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my blessing so we can hang together. We can continue to hang together. Just don't know when it's so weird stuff. So what are you doing? What's up? What's going on? How are you? What are you doing?
1: Well, today, this morning, I had therapy at 7.45 a.m. Okay, already
0: too much information. Yeah, especially
1: when I start telling you what part of my body. (laughs)
0: Oh, Oh. Oh, it wasn't uh, mental therapy. No. Okay.
1: Knee, hip, a little bit of pain, actually severe pain in the knee sometimes. If I Mm. twitch it, it feels like a sharp knife sticking into the back of my kneecap. Ah. And that's getting up from an L shape. Is that the word? Is there another geometric word for this? 90-degree angle or something?
0: 90-degree uh, angle. Is that correct? Wait a minute. Yeah, 90-degree <laughs> angle. <laughs> Who's your friend, Jeff? Yeah, if you hear a lot of heavy breathing, uh, it's because there's a dog here. Harley is a quiche hound. He's my brother's dog. Speak, Harley. He's, he, you, do you know how to talk? Say something. No. Uh um, he's
1: staring intently at you. Yeah. And he, uh, no, here, I'll see if he'll
0: unnerving. talk into the microphone. That's, Did he, he lick s- it? No, he sniffed it though, oh. thoroughly. And you so can that, I'm sure you can that came it. out on yeah, the Yeah, These mics are pretty yeah. high
1: quality. Yeah. Thanks to our donations
0: from our lovely listeners. Yes. And Patreon subscribers. That's right. And actually, and if we had more subscribers, Harley could have his own headset. What are you doing, Harley? Why don't you leave me alone? Go lay down. Go lay down. Lay down. Yeah, so the therapy, it kind of helps, I think, actually. My yeah. tennis elbow,
1: it worked. It fixed it. Hmm. Um, I had a, I had a shoulder problem. I couldn't literally raise it above a 90 degree. Is that the right angle? Yeah, 90. <laughs> and,
0: now you can and do 92 that, degrees. That that was a pretty sh-
1: good. That was a shot of cortisone. That was severe pain. It's weird how these things just hit you. Yeah. And then they kind of go away. And the, for the for the tennis elbow, I keep exercising my wrists with weights up and down. Mm. Does the tendons up? So the therapy on the knee it's not been as successful as the
0: tennis elbow. So we'll have to see. You might want to try the tens machine. Are you familiar with the tens machine? No. This is a, something you can buy on Amazon. I think it's twenty dollars or thirty dollars. I should tell you before I tell you what the price is, I should tell you what it does, because that's really more interesting than the price, but it's just a small it's a battery pack with some electrodes that you just stick around the affected area, and then you can adjust the amount of electricity that goes and the pulsing rate, and it it runs electricity through the muscles and pulses them. Robin is using it has used it with very great success after she has strained something. Doing, okay, doing a lot of the heavy well, work that she does, and they're easy to get, and they're the, not harmful.
1: The tennis elbow therapist did have a a kind of a vibrating thing or she put on there too, and then massage mm. as well as the strengthening, yeah, exercises. Maybe that was electrical kind of thing, yeah,
0: it could be, but these things are easy to get and uh, fun to do. I've actually did it on my arm because I was having a thing with my arm. But it didn't help my arm. I've, I've got to go to an arm doctor. But I'm not sure who you go to for your arm. There's no such thing as an arm doctor. I I didn't think so. I'm, so I may have to call my hand doctor and or, see if he knows ortho, if he's attached to orthopedic. somebody. Orthopedic. Is that the bone doctor? Yeah, I don't know if it's bone. It's more like nerve or... Oh, it's like... It, actually, my, my left arm feels like an alien has invaded it. <laughs> yeah. Are you just setting this up? Because you're going to strangle no, somebody I've later, talked- and you're going to use <laughs> yeah. this show as evidence <laughs> yeah. that uh, yeah. you're not responsible for that. I went to my doctor, and I don't know. Should I say this finally on the show? I guess. To talk about this, the thing I had. Well, it's no. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, don't make any rash decisions. Yeah. So I'm. I am uh, I don't know. I'm well, gonna, you were on some, some
1: meds, and you had some swelling. Yes, but I that's had, not related to
0: this. Well, the swelling has gone down, but my yeah. arm is, still feels weird, and I can't close my fist. My ring finger oh, doesn't close. That's a correctly. thing. That's a
1: normal thing. It is that, especially amongst Swedish and uh, <laughs> no, I'm oh, I am. Serious. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There, yeah, my mom has it. My brother has it.
0: Oh, I've you got a I've got a client that has it.
1: Yes, that's what you're getting.
0: I'm not that much Swedish.
1: It's you okay. Th- it could be. I mean, well, you may. Not I wonder. Oh.
0: Dave. And don't do that the could genetic
1: testing. They use that stuff to track down murders and things.
0: Well, I wanna yes.
1: And my son did it. I'm kinda of like, Oh, he never should have given on our DNA.
0: Yeah. Never. No. Never. Never. No.
1: That was horrible. But anyway, especially for the you paid them to take it. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that yeah. Yeah, so there he, is a
0: thing, uh yes, with Scandinavian bloodlines. Yeah, and, and Laura's
1: with, dad's really getting it severely. Like
0: he's like he can't it out or Really? Does Maybe that that's what it is. Oh, I'll look for that. Anyway, um, yeah, well, so, I'll report back on that later.
1: And I, and I don't know why I scheduled therapy at 7.45 a.m. on a day after a Bears game. Well, we got back from visiting Belmont University where my son is at. and um, Thank you,
0: Belmont, for putting young uh, Aaron through school.
1: And for the nice scholarship. Yeah, that's I what I mean. Say that on the air. Yeah. Can you say um, scholarship? I think you can. Yeah. Um, and the Bears game, I taped it. And the Vikings. I know you love sports. (laughs) Well. But, Jeff, you you have to see this Khalil Mack. Just swim move this guy. Oh, no. You're not going
0: to give me the swim move again, are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just the defense is, is doing so well. It was so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah. We actually did stop at a bar yesterday, a place called Gator's. Mm-hmm. We said let's mm-hmm. go to Gators. They they specialize in chicken wings, and we went there and we didn't get chicken alligator? wings. No, no, surprisingly <laughs> not. And we didn't get chicken wings. I got something that they don't specialize in, and it wasn't very good. But they had Miller High Life, the champagne of beers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was good. And the Bears game was on, turned up at very high volume, and people were watching it and getting all excited. Uh, Did they win? I should have went there win? and watched. Well, I was yeah. again. I was watching on tape. So yeah, right. Yes. They won, okay.
1: and I didn't find out the score, but a later game, Denver won. I think. I was getting too nervous, so it's not fun. I've said this on the air before. Yeah. Even with ASL, because this whole show is 100% about ASL. Yeah, You know, when you're, when you're getting into it too much and you're upset. Oh, yeah, which is me all the time. Too much. Yeah. Yeah, just chill. It's okay to lose and yeah.
0: enjoy. Right. Enjoy the Bears. Enjoy ASL. Yeah, enjoy losing. Not enjoy losing, but enjoy playing it. And rejoice and for them. the other guy. Yeah,
1: how about that? Yeah, that's so, true. And anyway, and I was coming home and I saw, like, I swear, a dozen police officers escorting a kid with a red backpack out in front of the Duncan. Yeah, On Northwest Highway and Quinton. Yeah, or Smith Road. Right. Yeah, and a f- ambulance, fire truck. Whoa. And I've never seen that many police officers escorting somebody. Well, he had a red backpack. Well, he did. And th- so he quit right away. I'm thinking, is, was he threatening? A bomb scare? or wow. What do you do to get. And I, I checked the blotter, police blotter. I couldn't find it earlier today. Oh. But I found a story about a man in a kayak, because Laura wants to buy some kayaks, who got stuck in the mud at Bussy Woods. No, really? <laughs> and he was missing. For hours and hours. They sent out like 40 people checking, and they found him with thermal imaging technology. Really? Uh, And
0: he was stuck in the mud?
1: In a kayak. In a kayak. And they said they tracked his phone. They pinged his phone to get a general area, and then they used this thermal imaging. Have you been back there to see how marshy it is? What's the deal back there? I
0: guess so uh, he felt like he couldn't get out of the kayak probably because the mud was so thick. I would think. I, and he couldn't it, back up? Yeah, he was stuck. And Laura's like, Or well, maybe he didn't think- know there was reverse on a <laughs> kayak. You just put in a reverse. What? Oh, for crying out loud, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't Cause know his age. Ruckus. I don't know
1: his age. I don't know. I, I actually just sent the article to Laura to show her how
0: dangerous kayaks are. Yeah. <laughs> you really? Especially if there's no reverse. Did he so. have a red backpack in, in the kayak with him? <laughs> that is that is wild isn't it kind of yeah, wild yeah he
1: just got stuck you know yeah
0: so we've seen some weird stuff around here lately the guy that drove into the big shopping mall close by drove his suv <laughs> yes into the right. shopping mall and into through sears where you can find anything yeah uh, at a great price and if you can't find it you can order it through the catalog but he went i guess tearing right through and down the main aisle and Turned over some kiosks and created a ruckus that way. He was charged with terrorist activities. Was he? Yeah. I I think he was
1: really mentally ill Uh a little bit. But yeah, yeah, he was charged.
0: I read that today in the news. In the news. Weird stuff. Speaking of mentally ill. Yes. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Actually, that's not the kind of segue you want to have in a show. So uh, I guess we should get on with the show. I just wanted sure. to talk about the, this. This is ASL-related. Oh, It's a book I'm reading. Oh, great. I have a book,
1: too, but I forgot to bring it, so okay. I'll bring it for episode. This is 231? Uh, yeah, yes, it is.
0: 231. It is. Right. 233, I'll bring it. And it's called Grief this, Hosker? Griff Hosker is the author, and he has written, and I've never heard of the guy, but he's written about 50 books, historical novels and he's got 7 or 8 in this series the british ace series which are all world war 2 and europe novels and this is the first one part 1 it's called commando Comma- commando it's all, a, all about a guy that goes around with no underwear <laughs> i guess <laughs> i haven't started it no actually i have started it i think these are print on demand books you can tell kind of by it's big print yeah i don't it's think why um, is... i don't think these are printed in the united uh, I, I don't think these are published in the United States pre-printed. I think they're printed on demand in the United States. But um, not not really bad. It's kind of like a comic book without the pictures. Ah. So the writing is pretty good. There's lots of action. And the series covers the life of the, the key character who starts off as a, as a young guy uh, just getting into the commandos and goes – to europe with the british expeditionary force and Ah. encounters the german there's lots of action lots of shooting and sticky bombs and grenades and uh it it, it, they're really pretty entertaining when i get through with these i thought we'd give them away maybe as a second prize or something in one of our contracts so i'm almost done with the first one Mm -hmm. i bought two of them the second one is called command operations part two raider by griff hosker so look for those i'm what are you reading
1: Excellent. Well, it's um,
0: I'll cover it in
1: detail next time, but it's the um, Tokyo War Trials.
0: Oh. And World War II. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, that and that. is it interesting?
1: Yes, it was. Oh, okay. So made some highlights. I'll do a little history lesson next time. Okay. Well, 2.33.
0: Yeah. Two so. next times. And now a short word from our sponsor, Bounding Fire Productions.
1: Bounding Fire Productions. Listen, go to
0: BoundingFire.com. It's all about the internet these days, but you gotta do it. You gotta go to BoundingFire.com that's where you're going to find some great ASL products. They make a bunch of products like Into the Rubble 2, Beyond the Beachhead 2, High Ground 2, Objective Schmidt, Corrigador The Rock, which just came out recently. If you don't have it, that's the place to go get it. Bounding Fire Productions. They also sell LeFranc Terrier products on, through their site. And a lot of great stuff. Always and high quality, and you can always get it at Bounding Fire. You'll thank us.
1: heard this before mm. that means it's time for letters i thought so i sent us a letter
0: was talking was nice. about
1: you... unicum have you it's just a i guess it's more banter have you tried unicum no it is this uh, available uh, i th- aaron bought it in hungary for adam and brought it
0: home okay say no more no, say more. It is the absolutely most bitter thing you will ever drink. Oh, so it's a drink.
1: Uh-huh, alcoholic drink. Okay. Unicum.
0: Unicum. And that's
1: all I wanted to tell you. <laughs> and
0: this is something that you can't get here? You can't get it much here anymore. Okay. I think it was a little popular well, once, like around Chicago. I think that's like probably Chicago. a good thing you really have to taste it <laughs> someone has finally stemmed the influx of unicum into the united states and by god thank thank him i'm thank sure for him i'm sure adam
1: and did he give this to adam yet
0: or whatever
1: we'll get some are you from asking him. me or is that rhetorical? we're going to okay.
0: <laughs> we'll get some from adam i still get confused okay i right, we're going to um, yeah. get some we're going to get some we're going to try
1: adam if you're listening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure he is don't drink it all
0: yeah unicum the other thing i want to try on the air that I've mentioned before, is Limburger cheese. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get some, and we'll we'll try it on the I don't know why. We should have a uni Here's a segment we call stuff that has nothing to do with ASL, which is getting to be more and more in our show, even though it's 100%. (laughs) There's got to be some Limburger mentioned somewhere
1: in (laughs) In an ASL ASL scenario. Got to be.
0: So we'll cover that just in case. Well,
1: it was in our cheese satirical... Comedy bit? No, because we wasn't. changed all the names. of Oh, the we cheese did. It wasn't a cheese products. shop. That's right.
0: Um, so, yeah,
1: you have an announcement from Broken Ground.
0: Well, I understand there are new counters from Broken Ground. I'm actually not sure which of these are the new ones. All the Pacific ones. Okay, so would that include the Chinese Communists? Yes, they're considered the actual, Pacific. Yes. Do they know you're you're considering them Pacific? <laughs> I don't know. Do they approve of this message? Okay. Well, anyway, there's these. There are new counters. I we think these are new. Dave is pretty sure they're new. So the yes. Chinese communist expanded counter set is there for eleven dollars, and that and is, nobody uh, makes
1: that except him.
0: Yeah, that's one sheet of half inch counters. I'll just read a couple of these. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, descriptors. I don't know what they
1: can go get too. Mm-hmm.
0: In a new light brown, the communists are given the full nationality treatment, including support weapons, crews, fanatic, multi man counter-variants and the single-man counter-variants that are a regular feature of Broken Ground sets. And they're compatible with Heat of Battle's Long March Scenario Pack. Mm-hmm. That's $11 for that. Which, we, we have that Long March yeah, Pack and, from our friend. Oh, yeah, we do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, let's see, and I go back here and it keeps flipping me back to the... Uh, the Chinese KMT. Oh, shoot. Kuomintang. Okay. Yes, Kua right. Mengting. I believe those are two and a half sheets of half inch and the uh, five eighths inch counters. The infantry includes the fanatic AE multi-man counters variants and the single man counter variants that are a regular feature of broken ground sets. And the AFVs include captured Japanese vehicles, which is pretty cool, pretty sweet. Next up is the Filipino Gorillas.
1: Yep, I like that idea. Yeah.
0: Just $6 for this set. Must be, let's Infantry see. The kind it? of yeah. thing. Yeah. This is a half sheet of half inch counters. Filipino Gorillas in two tone U.S. green border brown with a brown center. A basic partisan set with support weapons, including captured, which is nice. And then the usual uh, Fanatic uh, multi man counters and single man counters like like he likes to do, which are sweet. Also coming up, or available now, the Japanese expanded counter set for $33. This little baby is three sheets of counters. Includes fanatic, multi-man variants, and the single-man variants that they that they usually have. Uh, the AFEs include captured vehicles, plus a wider selection of armored cars used by the Imperial Japanese Army.
1: And I notice there's two Marines. Yeah. One is the USMC in the Philippines. I'm looking at that one.
0: Okay. And then it's the other one is US, U- US Marine in olive drab.
1: Okay, different color? Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Um, let's see. I opened the wrong one here. Let's see. US Marines.
1: Yeah, the the
0: uh, USMC and Philippines
1: yeah. Army has the two... Two sheets of counters. Yeah. In the U.S. green color. Right. Okay. the US- says all their support weapon and single-man counters would require ownership of the U.S. set because it would match the United States colors. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So expanded to the Pacific. Nice. And I have a letter, well, a comment. Larry Crumley commented on our video on YouTube. So I wanted to remind everybody that we have a presence on YouTube. You added another show, and you're gonna show me how to upload all the audios? Yeah, at you some saw? point we'll Just have, so have all do that. So people can access it. it in a different place.
0: Yeah. For those right. people that don't do podcasts, there are still people that don't do podcasts, but they know how to get to YouTube and listen that way. So yeah,
1: so I'll we'll make that our mission. And Larry says, best show ever. For episode one. Thank you, Larry. Yeah. And I'd like to remind uh, everyone uh, and give thanks to Richard for your kind subscription to us on Patreon. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Richard. You have a letter from Sean.
0: I wondered if we wanted to go through this uh, Broken Ground Design Counters Explained sheet. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's do that because we've messed that up before. Have we? Uh Uh-huh. We didn't mean With those white dots
0: that's Oh, right. Yes. Yes. So this will explain that. So there's a PDF that you can get. I'm going to give this back to you. I have a paper
1: copy that he sent
0: us. So he's got a PDF that's a couple pages long, and uh, it says, Broken Ground Design Counters explain the counters produced by Broken Ground Design are intended to be supplemental and optional for gameplay. Certain design features are incorporated into the counter layouts with an eye to make them both pleasing and informative. Personnel vehicles and ordnance are presented in full color with uniforms and camouflage based on historical patterns. So one thing that he does, I think throughout all of these, is with each nationality, the squad and half-squad poses vary by class. So the poses are not all the same with just an E or a C in the counter. yeah, Actually, the poses are different, which is... Just a nice little detail, I think. Obviously, you're not going to identify the counter by looking at the, squ- Squad, the way the squads are standing, but it but,
1: visually looks different at
0: a quick glance. Right, you may notice. Yeah, same applies to the leaders. Right, and then crew counters are supplied in three variants: uh, uh, with one via ve- one vehicular and two infantry. So with, there are. So I see there are vehicular crew counters separated, separate from the infantry crews yeah, yeah okay and then uh, for smoke exponents with assault engineers the smoke exponent is above the firepower value with a white circular background for emphasis it stands out well and yep. if it's in red that's
1: the assault engineer
0: right. right yes
1: they have the white circle
0: the white circle with black in it is smoke That's with a capital S and the rest lowercase. And the blank white circles... The white with the red in it is smoke all uppercase.
1: Yes. And the blank white circle that we were wondering if it was a typo is designated assault engineers.
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
1: And if they have smoke, their colors are swapped from the regular infantry. On the smoke exponent to also indicate that they're assault engineers. Yeah. So now they're all identified that way. Right.
0: Fanatic units are identified by a white morale value. That makes that easy. And for black SS counters, the morale is in German blue.
1: Yes, because they're a different color scheme. And so that you don't have to put the fanatic counter on top of everybody then. Right. Less stacking.
0: Uh, Units with attributes that change, depending on circumstances, have asterisks indicating more information on the broken side. For example, uh, the SS assault fire
1: in June of 44 and after is available to them. Things like that.
0: Right, and where a a broken side does not have a diminished uh, morale factor. It's indicated. Yeah, it's indicated with an asterisk. And then let's see. Infantry support weapons are shown in profile, which gives you a little bit better visual as to what that weapon looks like, which is kind of nice. If you've never seen a recoilless rifle, you can see what one looks like there. Or an anti-tank rifle. Yeah. I think so, that's helped us to clear that yeah. up. Yeah. So we'll put a link to this page on the uh, Broken Ground website. And he is a sponsor of the show. And you have a letter. I do have a letter from who's my next letter from Sean? Mm-hmm. Sean DeSalvo writes and he says, Hi Jeff and Dave. What a fantastic podcast. I started about three months ago and I'm at number 87. Wow. I was going to wait till I got caught up but It's going to take a while. I own Starter Kit 1, but have not played it yet. Two questions for you. I have a crazy work schedule and will not be able to play face-to-face until I retire. Can I play ASL solo with hip and concealment, for instance? What's the difference between solo ASL editions and uh, 1 and 2, Starter Kits 1 and 2? There is a game
1: called Solitaire ASL. It's very rare. It's very expensive, I think, if you're looking for it on eBay. There was a reissue. I sold mine initially in my greed. (laughs) I've I've since repented of my greed and bought a bagged version of the Solitaire. We need to review it. I don't believe we've touched on it yet on the show. That system is designed with different rules so you can play um, solo, Solitaire. Uh, Counters appear. You roll on charts. It tells you what they are. And then you fight your way through. Yeah. But then you can play by yourself. You just set up a game. I believe, it's, I don't know what you think, Jeff, but you, you could put, put up your best defense and then attack it with the other side. Literally walk around the other side of the table. Try not to become a little schizoid or anything doing that, like Gollum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice move! I would have never put in my my gun there. <laughs> yeah. It's a little more yeah. like uh, <laughs> what's his name for the German actor, but um, nice roll, precious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can. I I I've done it once. Have you? And enjoyed it. Yeah. Because you've already set up your D. You know they're yeah. going to fall back to certain places. Right. And if you know they're there, you can just honestly ask yourself, am I going to shoot at the big stack of concealments first? Or right. would I fire at this hex? I suspect there's a gun. Right. Would I even suspect it? Or was I so tricky that I fooled myself? Now, of course, that gets a little hard. But be honest with yourself. Yeah, for, I'm going to shoot at the big stack of dummies. Yeah, just I'm going to go ahead and waste my prep on it, because that's what I would do when I'm playing Jeff. And go ahead. Yeah. Yes. And starter kit, just go ahead and you can play it that way. You can, um, and it'll
0: get you very comfortable with the mechanics Okay, yeah, you have game.
1: time to look up the rules yeah. without your opponents getting bored. Right. Or whatever. So yeah, I, and if
0: you have a short-term memory problem like I do, <laughs> you can play both sides easily. That's right. Yeah.
1: Where, what did I put under those? <laughs> Actually, that would happen.
0: It would for me. That would yeah. happen. Where did I put that? Well, I don't know where that... The yeah, position? especially
1: set up a defense like a week... And a week later, oh, come perfect. back and attack it. Yes. And you've written this stuff down, maybe um, by hex right. that you could pick up and, I don't know, give it some thought. But absolutely, you can just play the straight up game that way. And, and then again, the solitaire thing is a whole different design with random event charts and yeah. all this kind of thing. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, did you have two questions or was that one? Um, if you answer this on air, can you let me know and I'll jump forward and listen? Maybe you could do oh. a little segment on ASL and the solo player. Can you res- Hermits Need Love too. Can you respond to him right now before we forget? I will. And while you're doing that, I have a letter from
1: Jeff Cronister. Jeff asks, or says, Hello, guys. New ASL player since July and have been listening to the podcast starting with the first one. Another new listener. Can you point me to any of the shows that have discussions of prisoners and human wave attacks? Not only are you guys entertained, but you greatly aided me in learning thanks for what you do. So I had responded already to Jeff and pointed out that we have that search engine. Um, I had had the artwork from the Winter Offensive Pack 7 laying around, and I brought it over tonight and said to Jeff, did we do this? And he thought not. I thought maybe not. And then it looked familiar. So I searched our own search engine for box art review. And on the Fifth, sixth, eighth entry down. I did find that we did it like three years ago. Um, so that could help you. We have not. We have covered human wave attacks, and I don't believe we've really covered prisoners yet. Right. We're gonna need. I'm gonna Rich take your word for that. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I thought I searched it, but yeah,
0: we could definitely ask Rich for some. Assistance yeah, prisoners on that. is
1: something I kind of avoided for many, many, many mm. years. So there's your answer, Jeff. Thanks for writing in. And, Jeff, we have a comment from your sister. What? Yes. She Which says, one? Uh, It doesn't say. Oh, it's Barb. <laughs> it's Barb? Yeah. I've been listening to Two Half Squads. I don't understand anything about the game and that technology, but I love the questions and the flow of the conversation and the tones of you and Dave. Some podcasts turn me off by the tone of the voices and the stupid questions. <laughs> i thought we were pretty stupid
0: we're actually not compared to a lot of podcasts (laughs) uh she says i want to listen to all the show yeah it's quite a uh compliment
1: it's a compliment and we've we've had other people write in and say their wives especially will listen to the first 20 minute banner and then kind of fade out yeah but
0: well thank you barb thank you very much yeah I I wrote her and asked which episode she had listened to, but she she's not talking to me. Oh, <laughs> I guess we're having an issue. I didn't even know. No, I'm kidding. She didn't say. She didn't respond. Got a letter here from Adam Adam Lunny. Excellent commentary from Andy. This was uh, referring to uh, Andy Rogers on episode two twenty nine. Yeah Our hat. Our man of Hatton. Excellent commentary from Andy on how to make a great historical ASL that is interesting and easy with minimal chrome to play during a time when ASL is seeing a lot of competition from other games. I've played a few Hatton scenarios, and they're very, very popular. At, they were very, very popular at ASLOC 2018. Thank you, Adam, an unbiased Aussie. He replies. He signs his name as thanks adam thanks for writing yeah that was a very good interview interesting listening to andy you know he did all that and there's another one from adam
1: further up in our chain i jumped to it Mm, Um, okay he is i was going through our old emails and found this one from a couple years ago he had written a book and so i'm going to link to the site and has um info about his book and uh He says he could do an interview sometime, talk about ASL, how it fits into the battlefield tours, and where he gets his inspiration to write the book from. And he says, Daryl Lundy and I have a picture of us at Gavutu Tanambogo in the back of Journal 10. I think it's 10 anyway. We've also visited various parts of Normandy, Arnhem, Belgium, etc. So maybe we do want to line up Adam for an interview now, get another Aussie in there. Yeah. He's a military historian and author.
0: So. I'm
1: getting nervous. Yeah, because then we really sound dumb. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's horrible. He wrote a book about the. Sp- he, he offered us a, a, a promo copy, but I, I got the impression it wasn't ready for release yet, so I didn't get responded to it. And then when we responded, of course, it was too late. Blame me for that. And there you go. So I'll post the link and put him into the interview stack. For future use. Okay, great. Do you have another?
0: uh What have we got next from Ritterkrieg or Stu?
1: Yeah, there's an announcement from
0: Ritterkrieg, and you can do them both. Okay, Ritterkrieg has an announcement for us. We have published a new blog on our website, number eighty-three, free Italian supplemental counters from Broken Ground Design, ASL Starter Kit four Special Ops nine LFT sale. So all that stuff's going on. Hi all. It's been a long time, but I promise I will make up for the hiatus with this long overdue post.
1: Oh, basically, he's announcing, he's bundling broken Ground Italian counters in with the LFT product. Yes, I think that is correct. Yes, oh. yes, I, I, I did that. So I'll go ahead and just make that announcement. I just made it. So it's a great offer. Um, and a collaboration between uh, two of our sponsors and two great ASL creators. Alan checked in again from Scotland. Thanks for getting back to me. Good to hear from you. Pete is very much still doing ASL, and he'll be off to the Bounding First Fire Tournament in Blackpool in November. So everybody go to the Bounding First Fire Tournament in Blackpool in November. And Chris wrote us, Huffland, and said, uh, with a bunch of links, there was apparently this anniversary paratrooper jumping, paradropping, 75-year of Arnhem uh, YouTube videos. So I'm going to uh, link those up. They're fun to watch, to see, you know, modern day. And it looked like maybe one of the guys had re- jumped again at that jump. But anyway, thanks for sharing those. Really cool to
0: see history being recreated. Yeah, I love that stuff. And our final letter is actually a donation. So we'd like to thank Howard for your very generous donation. Send it to us through PayPal, which is, you know, there's a number of different ways that you can support this show. One way is you can forward it on to somebody so that they can listen and enjoy it. One is you can leave us reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please do that. That really helps us a lot. gets us boosted up in the in the rankings, and then other people can find us. You can support us by going to Patreon and signing up, and maybe spend a dollar or two dollars or three dollars per episode. And you just once a month, depending on how many episodes we publish, you will get dinged, which is a nice thing <laughs> for us. Not your car. No. But a little money will get taken out of your account, and uh, that's a very affordable way. You know, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can support this podcast, which is really nice. And we would love to get a thousand people to subscribe. On yes, Patreon. we would, so that we could retire, and that no, and we I could brag. Remember. Yes, we could. We could. <laughs> Our wives will really think it's worthwhile yeah. then. <laughs> and another way is you can just go to PayPal. You know what? I don't put the link on there, and I should tell what the URL is. Let me just. Pay- let PayPal's me, linked on the site. Uh, let me just look. Hang on one second. Yeah, the other way you can go to our website and there's a button there to uh, donate right through PayPal. You don't have to have a PayPal account if you, have, as long as you have a credit card, you can use that and enter your credit card information, and we'll get the donation that way. Indeed, we would appreciate it so much. Yeah. Uh, other
1: things on the website while we're there, again, we mentioned the search button from the letter the guy wrote us, and uh, there's the is that where the blogger no reply comments come from? Yes. People
0: fill in this contact us out. Right. And there's the voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah, we haven't received a voicemail in a while, and those are always fun to get.
1: Always so. fun to get.
0: Yeah. Thanks, so. everybody, for listening and for participating. Now, here's a word from one of our great sponsors, Ritter Creek. You know about Ritter Creek, Dave? I'm sure you do. Of course you do. They're a regular sponsor for our show and have been for a long time. Listen, folks, go over to Ritterkrieg.com. If you play ASL, you what? should be going to... What do I find there at RiverCring.com? All kinds of stuff. Stuff from Terre, from Bounding Fire Productions, from MMP. All, all ASL stuff. All ASL stuff. Every, everything you would want. Go there. Check out the website. It's a great website. Great place to buy.
1: Hello, boys and girls. It's Terrain
0: Time. And we know what
1: that music means. Oh, it's terrain time, Jeff. We might finish terrain time on uh,
0: next show. Wow, that is we'll quite see. an achievement.
1: Uh, before we do, I'm finishing my tea. Ah, and
0: what do you got there? A little something. Look, it's special.
1: It's something different for me, right? It's a founder's. Can you pronounce that
0: word? No, Roo, Rubeus. <sighs> Rubeus. It's, it's the A E like Caesar, Rubius, Pubius,
1: pure, pure raspberry ale.
0: And there's a umlaut over the uh, the U, oh, which you, makes it. Uh, do you actually know what that is? It's an umlaut.
1: Are you making that there's up? There's two on dots. Me? No, yeah. it's
0: a German punctuation. I don't know what it means. When it's over an E, it makes like Goethe. so it makes it sound like an R.
1: Yep, that's a raspberry ale. It's tangy. How do you
0: drink that stuff?
1: If you've noticed, have I ever? Well, have I
0: ever had a fruit drink? I don't know. Well, maybe not. Well, no, I mean, but not really. you have wandered into the flavored beers. Yeah, the strawberry. <sighs> no, there's no it's, strawberry. Is is strawberry it? blonde. I'm thinking of. Oh, oh, wait a minute. The, I'm thinking of penny. Uh, it's a lemon blonde. Yeah. Or a lemony. There's a lemon shandy, blonde, right? Shandy. Yeah.
1: I've done the shandies, yeah. But I don't think I've done a. Oh, there used to be a cherry Sam Adams. I've had once, but no. But right, not a lot, right? For me, right. So it was and a, never It was for a whim. Me. It was like, oh, I'll just grab these. Maybe yeah, Jeff would like one, but you don't.
0: No, thank um. you. I only drank Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. <laughs> sparkling. Flavorful. Distinctive.
1: So if you like fruity beers, I, I think this is probably a good one.
0: It's tangy. Yeah. It is tasty. I'm sure. I'm sure it has taste. You know what's popular, it's popular as those
1: seltzer waters now. Hard seltzer waters.
0: Really? Yes. Everyone's drinking them. You know, that was, it's a passing fast fad. Like Ziva. Remember Ziva? No. Oh, you don't? Wait, what was it? Ziva was a very popular drink. It, Came in a bottle. It was came in a clear bottle. I don't remember what the taste was like. Seems to me it was licoricey or something. Yeah, yeah. Ziba was big. Do, yeah. Unicum. Unicum, of course. Never really <laughs> caught on here. <laughs> <Mm-mm>.
1: <laughs> Man, that was bitter.
0: Well, terrain time.
1: Let's do it. Thirty-one point two. Ooh. Chapter B. Steeples. It is a part of a quiz show. So people at home, Jeff's got his
0: dinger ready. <laughs> Stinger, I've got my dinger ready. It doesn't sound appropriate. You know, it's, it's true. I told Rich that we would do this. I promised Rich because every time we post an episode, uh huh, within a, maybe two hours, I get a phone call from Rich Spilkey, Yes, giving, giving me a thorough dressing down for all the things that we said wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like a half hour conversation because.
1: Well, well, he needs to write it up so we <laughs> can post it
0: on the air. And, and he said, you know, he said, oh, you were going over this and I've got a chart for that. Yes. You guys, you messed up the pillboxes. I got a chart for that. And I, I said, Rich, of course, you're right. And what we need to do in the future, I said, is every time we start an episode, we're going to say, are we wearing pants? No. <laughs> are the microphones on?
1: <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Have we checked the Spilky charts? I want to say from now on. Yes, yeah. Well, sure. Any
1: rule we're going to do, which we have half (laughs) less than half left in the book. (laughs) Yeah, but he won't have one for steeples.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm confirming that right now. Railroads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you are confirming. I'm confirming that. Well, steeples recognizable
1: on your board because it comes on a church, and there is a cross, a Christian cross, not an X, is an alphabet cross. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh white, which I love uh in on the ga- on the dot, on the center dot. That denotes a steeple. It creates a new level. Uh hot one hot one level higher. Uh can that steeple be fortified, Jeff? No. Wait. No. <laughs> you are correct. Can you see sense. out of the steeple?
0: Well, sure. Yes. yes. What is
1: yes? You you are correct. Does a steeple have a rooftop location? Wow. Maybe just for pigeons. <laughs> yes. But not that for is people. Correct. I wrote no funny things in this. I was dull today when I did this. I'll try and wing some. Wing some.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pigeons. But I'm bum. <laughs> I don't want to be a stool.
1: Uh Whoa. Whoa! What is its
0: st- Dennis Donovan's going to love this episode? <laughs> what is its stacking limit inside that steeple? Oh, there's a good question. Um, I, know, I know you've
1: played in steeples. I but, have,
0: but I'm going to say just a half squat. And how many
1: half squads are on a, does it take to make a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Two.
0: Know. That is, those are both are correct answers. Two half squads <clears throat> will fit in a steeple. No, that's to make a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, you're confusing the listeners now. Oh yes, they're driving, they're getting off the wrong ramps, and they're all getting all confused as they're listening. It's one half squad to fit up there, yeah, which is about five guys, five (laughs)
1: or six. May you put a gun, as in, you know, AT gun
0: artillery piece up in the steeple? Up in the steeple, man, that would be rough getting that up there. So I'm going to say no. I'm out of (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you get enough pigeons to carry it, it <laughs> probably would fit. Um,
1: that is correct. And so, rule 31.3 states that the building is a, s- oh, no,
0: no, this is a different rule. That was, that's it for steeple. How many ungulates yeah. would fit in a steeple, which, which pachyderms are not? Right, we did correct that
1: yeah. on the second show. So, 31.3 Various. is actually a short little rule called a single hex two story house. It's interesting they use the word house, I thought. Because shouldn't it just be a building? How do we know it's a house? Oh, what yeah. if it's a what if it's a pharmacy? What yeah. if it's a fact a little little factory Tiny for factory. little like the one the elves make the Keebler cookies in, right? How come they don't have tree houses in ASL?
0: That's you know, all good questions. <laughs> Just, These are uncommonly f- good questions, this is like a f- Keebler cookies. Flow of uncommonly consciousness, good. like I'm just tweeting
1: out my f- yeah. con- flow of consciousness. Yeah. Um, oh, we've hit. Thank seven, you, Mr. President. We've hit 707 followers on Twitter. Whoa! I'm going to wear out the bell. <laughs> I have a third belt. My my bronze. Seven hundred and seven. Seven
0: hundred seven.
1: Megan was watching me tweet one day. Walked behind me, and she said wow, you guys got
0: 646
1: followers on Twitter? And it was like within days. I was like, oh, look, man, we got 659. And then I was amazed. It just like kept going up. So, yeah. And people were saying Twitter is like mean, like Facebook can get. I,
0: It's not for us. Oh, not for us,
1: no. No. So all you but gamer sure. followers, oh, yeah,
0: thank you. Uh, you're just a nice community. You know, I will say, I I made a mistake on my my personal Twitter uh, account. I saw an article from Scientific American that talked about the physiology behind controlled breathing, the kind of breathing that uh, Indians and other, and I'm talking about Eastern Indians from from India, have been doing prana yoga and stuff like that, have been doing controlled breathing for 5,000 years. And this is a, yes, Exactly. So this was a scientific article about the physiology behind that and how it helps to, you know, what happens to your body when you're doing this kind of controlled breathing. And I wrote something and said, wow, this is a very interesting article. And a bunch of people started criticizing me, saying, how can you say that you you are stealing our 5,000-year-old heritage and you're not giving, <laughs> giving any credit to the all the wonderful... Uh, Indian yoga masters who have developed this technique over the years. Oh, really? And I said, "No way! Wait, wait a minute! This article is from Scientific, Scientific, American. So it's <laughs> science and it's American. <laughs> and the article does mention that this is a practice that's been done in other countries for thousands of years. But sure, they don't go. They don't say." They don't go beyond I'm that. they not doing the history
1: know. of yoga breathing, right. or
0: whatever. But go, I, I got, Meh. I just got lambasted. So, and yeah, so, and so I wrote back and I said, everybody take a breath. <laughs> why, why are you getting why, so upset? Why are you pigeonholing me? They, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that didn't help. They were just livid. Yeah, see. Yeah. So and thanks to you know, Twitter followers for yeah. not doing that yeah i learned my lesson or maybe not maybe i haven't anyway so we were back to pigeons and
1: to letters um oh and letters dan janizik sent us all an email not to the half squads though, about chess masters burning off tons of calories while they're playing Mm. and he was basically saying let's let's go boys more asl (laughs) because it's got to be the same Oh, I'm sure. Sitting there staring yeah. at the board with your hand head between yes. your hands. You yes. Know? <laughs> Concentrating. Extended time, not eating food. We don't snack at our castle club. No, we
0: really don't. Yeah. You can't really snack and eat uh, and play ASL, in my opinion. So, yeah. single hex okay. dash, two story house.
1: Yeah. It's just got the large white center dot on it.
0: Right, indicating that there's a stairway, uh, extra story. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. that was a kind of a new thing at one point.
0: Because if it didn't have that big dot, you wouldn't be able to get up and down. Be a
1: regular ground level only. Yeah. Right. That's all it says about that. That's it. Okay. Which gets us to thirty rule thirty two. Railroads.
0: Dun dun dun. Hello, railroads.
1: Railroads. The Rules. I'm one-way ticket down to Tennessee. I'm leaving immediately. Chattanooga, here I come. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo?
0: Yes, right yes, sir. It is. you can, can give me a, a shine. Oh, shine.
1: Okay. A shine for a dime. I can't Mm -hmm. So it is the rail rule, railroad rules. Try saying that five times fast. Railroad rules, railroad rules, railroad Okay, that was five. (laughs) (laughs) Rule 32. First of all, there are four types of railroads, which I'm not listing yet. H-O. Don't ask me. Lionel.
0: Uh... N-Gage. N-Gage, right. And the other one. And the other one. And number four. Did you know?
1: Well, there is the kind of size you can ride on. Yeah, that's what carnivals. I was thinking. Yeah, the little, the,
0: yeah. Like they used to have a kitty land.
1: And, and of course you knew, probably knew. Invading armies you have to change the gauge of the, yeah. of the actual real tracks to fit. So like the S- Soviet trains were a different width than the German trains. Yeah. So when they invade, they rip it all up, move it closer together, or vice versa. Crazy.
0: Yeah, and I remember reading something about uh, production in Britain of certain things, and they had to keep things certain sizes. They couldn't make them any bigger, various parts and pieces of equipment, because they wouldn't fit on the trains that had to go through the Uh narrow tunnels as they traveled through the British countryside to get to wherever the assembly plants were, and all that kind of thing. And I read something the other day about T thirty fours as being a boy, and I'm probably gonna get this wrong. <laughs> Is there a spooky chart? Well they were that? they were paying attention to rail sizes, Ritz. rail gauges in Russia and yeah. so the T thirty four could be easily transported. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
1: now these railroads will actually use the rules for paved roads. Which I didn't go back and look up. We play all the time, don't we? Yeah. We don't ever have oh, yeah. to look up road rules much. No, not much. With some exceptions. Do you want to try and guess them or should I just?
0: Uh, well, give me a hint.
1: Well, I'll go ahead and ask some questions. Okay. Well, one is the movement points and movement factors are different. Movement oh. points and movement vectors. Okay. Because it's bumpy and railroad yeah. instead of the road. But more in the form of a question, can
0: you dash across a railroad like you can a paved road? Well, in order to dash, there has to be a building on both sides. So I'm going to say no. And no is correct. Even if. There even were. if there were buildings on both yeah, sides. Yeah,
1: I think it's too... You know, you get your foot you probably, stuck up, in the you, timbers.
0: And probably there's a grade up. Because usually That's railroads are part built up a of the bit. four
1: types, but yeah, even if it's a ground level oh, okay. it's, it's gonna be raised slightly. Yeah. But it wouldn't be affecting the rules. Okay. So okay. yeah. Um is it considered
0: open ground? Yes. Yes it is. I'm not gonna bother to bring
1: in Do you get, do you get the road bonus on the railroad? You know, the extra is it two extra
0: no. one movement factor? I'm going to say no that is correct yeah because um, that's hard have you ever walked along railroad tracks yes it's actually hard after a while it is because you're trying to it's rocky you know, there's those timbers yeah and you're trying to think you're trying to get your, your pace to be the width of whatever it is two or three railroad ties and it isn't always and so you're yeah it's uncomfortable after a while indeed when I was a hobo I found that to be the case <laughs> Great documentary, The Rail Riders. Oh, really? Oh, I think that would Yes, I think, I think that would be fascinating.
1: Award-winning. They took letters written by teenage rail riders and then interviewed them all as old people. Really? It's it's really fascinating. Oh, I bet it is. You learn a lot of history, and then just their personalities are so enjoyable to to listen to. Yeah, I showed that in school. And uh, kids always liked him, too.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. one
1: guy, Whitey. I mentioned this before, I'm sure. He oh. still ro- rode the rails. He was still riding at 60-something. And he says...
0: Like as a hobo? As a, um, I mean, illegally? Yeah. Like jumping on boxcars yeah, yes. or whatever? Yes. Really? Yes. And his, <laughs> he said, yeah, I still do it. It's just the f- last
1: freedom you can have. It's the last great adventure. And they show him hopping up with his gray yeah. hair. And he plays the guitar. He writes songs and stuff. And real character. And he says, uh, so my wife, I guess, would come over and say, hey, well, yeah, where's, where's Whitey? And she says, oh, he's, he's, out, he's out on a trip. Oh, what's he, how's he traveling? By train. And they all think <laughs> he's got a ticket. Yeah. But he's... Writing on the backs of these planes, wow. and he says the only people that look up are like the Hispanic, or the migrant workers, yeah, and stuff look up and look wave up and see them, and you know no
0: one else even notices. Yeah, you know, fascinating, interesting. That would be a fun vacation. I, well, yeah. for me, for me, I, I probably Robbie wouldn't like it but <laughs> if um, they had some sort of a tour that you could do. <laughs> Imitating Safely, a not Safely, not trying to jump yeah. on the train
1: when it's starting to take right. off.
0: And you don't want Ernest Borgnine chasing you with a two-by-four <laughs> like in that <laughs> Was he in that a movie? movie? Yeah, the uh, I can't remember the name of it. Ice, something of the North, Iceman of the North or something. Yeah, yeah. Seems to me like was Lee Marvin and Ernest Borgnine. It could be wrong. But I, anyway. I, no, I remember. Yeah. Um,
1: and the Neg 2 manhandling modifier for guns... Does that it's making it easier to push a gun down the road? Does that count? No, I'm going to say no. No, that would surprise. It's yes. not a plus. May you place hidden mines on a railroad? You can't on a paved road. Uh,
0: yes, I'm going to say yes.
1: Yes, you may. You can move those little rocks around and yeah. put it in there. Now, railroad overlays. Did they come out in the game, Armies of Oblivion? Or Doomed Battalions.
0: Hmm. I'm just going to have to roll the dice here and say uh, Doomed Battalions. <laughs> you are correct. That was the first appearance of Railroads. Although, I'm Surprising.
1: going out on a limb and saying Time on Target came out with a set of Railroad overlays and rules. Oh, rolls. yeah. I, uh, someone get on cor- correct me, leave a comment on the show. I think it was Time on Target. And then I think, well, Bounding Fire did something with railroads, too. Maybe that was before.
0: Oh, yeah, they're packed into the railroad yard. <laughs> I remember that well. So there's a little history for
1: you. Um, now, there are embanked railroads. Okay. They're treated as a hillock. Do you remember? kind of remember hillocks from yeah, the desert?
0: It's, yeah, it's kind of like a wall, but. A big, long flat yeah. wall. So it's a half level uh, like a wall. obstacle obstacle. Yes, and it's um, so you can't shoot at people's shoes that are standing on the <laughs>
1: right, or if they're in a foxhole. Yeah. Uh, and that, those rules count for as line of sight, the train effect modifiers and the cost of terrain. And then there's a ground level railroad, okay which, like you were saying, probably yeah. has a slight rise to it a railroad bed like the little cork strip you
0: used to lay down on your railroad set yes did you have an HO railroad set i did yeah my brother and i spent many many hours building our railroad set so did my just, brother and yeah, i yeah great fun i don't know if kids do that stuff anymore i don't do any of that it's cool stuff makes anymore, me want to do it though again if i live to be 100 maybe you know i
1: i, I set up our set on my old set with for my kids one year Oh, did you? Yeah. They kind of got into it for a while. And then Laura was like, oh, let's take it back down out of the garage and set it up for the kids again on Christmas Eve. And they'll be like, oh, we remember this. And maybe they'll get into it. And do you think that happened?
0: No, probably not. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's a great hobby, though. And I still like to, when I see a hobby store that I always go to the railroad section and look at all that stuff. And I love looking at model railroad or magazine and all those magazines cause it, it's totally cool. It's like miniatures it without is. without shooting and it, w- without it, wizards. It, it
1: is, and you can use the, a lot of those buildings for yeah your yeah. um, wargaming. Yeah, fifteen millim. Ho is like fifteen millimeters. They
0: burn really well too. If you want to, well, when you're done with them, you light them on fire. That's a different <laughs> show, the pyromaniac <laughs> modeling show. <laughs> so the ground level is a level one.
1: Oh no, I'm sorry. Is ground level and the elevated railroads level one? Quite, I the guess I up haven't
0: there. seen the elevated ones. I've seen the raised What was the first one raised? The embanked, embanked. Okay, yeah, f- I've seen the embanked, ground I've level. seen the ground level. I haven't seen the raised one, yeah. I mean, it's a the, full uh, level uh, higher,
1: level. so it's kind of like a giant, long,
0: <sighs>
1: like an can't, elevated can't train, say, wall, yeah, like a b- long building or something up high
0: that you can shoot under. No. Oh you can't. It's the oh, okay. land
1: like the earth is all or piled just up, built really, up really really high. Okay, it's not like a trestle. Yeah, the... and you've seen this kind of thing in real life, right? Railroad tracks that are really high. Really up there. high? I guess. Like when you're driving on the road and it's kind of no, going up a bit slow. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. yeah. But anyway, when those if you have a ground level and an elevated that are joined together, you treat Oh, it's going to be a mess. Two hexes that touch as an embanked Railroad. Oh. So it goes slightly up from ground level to embanked for two hexes to elevated.
0: Okay. It rarely happens, but Yeah, I can't imagine that happens that often. But they're right. they're covering all the and if the ground level railroad crosses a depression hex
1: we were just talking about the Great Depression. Yeah. Then there is a stone bridge. And okay. now you can see under it. Okay. That's where your stone. Bridge. So if you've I've driven under level. the old stone. Oh yeah, like bridges with sure. the Virginia and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then rule thirty-two point two. If there is other terrain in the hacks, it would be at the ground level, not up in embankments. Right. Kind of thing makes that common sense. And they put all this big explanation in, and and they actually those don't exist on the overlays. There are no railroad stream hexes, or I'm sorry, railroad grain, railroad woods, hexes, uh, combos. Right, They're all open ground. But okay. they're putting in these rules in case by special scenario rule or in the future, they make some different overlays. Now, 32.21, I wrote, is too complicated for me. So what was my problem with this? Um.
0: Well, let me just read it. Yeah. Would you have 32.21? If the height of the other terrain in the hex is equal to the height of the railroad, the other terrain has no effect on line of sight into the railroad hex or to line of sight that cross the railroad depiction.
1: Oh, okay. So if it's grain and it's an elevated railroad, it doesn't affect the view. Yeah. Keep going.
0: Units in a railroad hex are considered to be an open ground.
1: Okay, because of the other terrain. Well, but what if it's woods Um, and ground level? Oh, keep going.
0: Well, then the ones in the railroad hex are considered open ground. And I guess you would need to be shooting down the railroad. Like a road. Like a road. In the forest.
1: Yes, okay, okay.
0: And then there's there's an exclusion there. Uh, Infantry or cavalry expending movement factors... To enter ground level, not uh, ground level, non-open ground terrain. Oh, that's the exclusion. Infantry or cavalry expending movement factors to enter ground level, non-open ground terrain. Oh, so if they pay for the woods, then you're in the woods, then they're just like, in like the a woods. road again. Yeah. Okay, okay. Units which qualify for pillbox, shell hole, artificial terrain, or TM. Are also exempt from that, which makes sense. So if you're in a pillbox, I guess you could be in a pillbox that also has a a it's railroad going into a hex going over the top of it. it. Then yeah. yeah, you're exempt from that. Along, or a shell along. hole, yeah. which would make sense. A shell hole, artificial terrain. I don't know what that is actually. Yeah. Me neither. Okay, and then it says uh, goes on to say. The negative one airburst TEM for woods does not apply to units in a
1: elevated elevated
0: railroad, railroad hex. Yeah, since the woods are no higher.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're at the treetop level, the train. So, and again, that doesn't exist right now. Only by special rule, maybe. And then, um, the height of the other terrain is greater than the height of the railroad. The principles of a wood road hex would apply. So it's just like yeah a woods road hex yeah and then movement 32.3 the movement is on a chart we are going to read that chart if you have it i did not bring it okay i've got it while you're looking i'll entertain the troops Bypass is only allowed along a woods, ground level railroad hex sides, as you as you'd imagine, and and buildings. But um, yeah, the green chart. If you have a new version, it'll have railroads on it somewhere.
0: This is chart B thirty two, railroad movement cost chart. It's too complicated to actually read. Or I yeah. guess.
1: Well, what's infantry cost movement? movement factors
0: for ground level railroad Two for infantry one it's one
1: one okay
0: and depending on other terrain you know okay and yeah and for the uh elevated it's one but you pay for height the the movement cost of each full higher elevation entered is doubled yep okay normal rule okay for the, what's the EM? Embanked. Uh, the Embanked. The, the, the Hilllock. It's, it's like the same as ground level. And then from, for the... Um, sunken. I didn't do sunken. Oh, sunken railroad, yeah. It's one plus cost of terrain.
1: Okay, to go down in. It's like a gully.
0: Yeah. Cavalry is... Well, it's a little different. So for the ground level, it's one plus cost of terrain. For the embanked, it's one plus cost of terrain. For the elevated, it's two times the plus one plus cost of terrain. Okay. And yeah. same for the um, for the sunken.
1: And then they have truck and all that. We would say just yeah. Check got. your
0: chart. Horse drawn. Wow you got horse horse drawn going on with all that i would say just <laughs> pick a different scenario <laughs> <laughs> actually it sounds like fun and i want to look for some terrain um, some good terrain scenarios cuz i other than one with, that we've played oh it's a very famous scenario too bog is only tracked vehicles
1: can enter the railroad an elevated railroad across a non railroad hex side you would enter it And take a bog check. So you're not driving along the railroad, but you're coming up the elevated Mm, up the hill. It's a bog check. Plus one if it's a half track taking that bog check. And if there's other causes for bog checks, such as mud or something like this, you simply add one, another plus one to the die roll. Okay. Instead of taking multiple bog checks. And then there's railroad crossings. It's going to finish this up here. Um, railroad crossings is like a road going through the railroad. So you put the overlay down. If there's a road going underneath it, the overlay, that's the crossing, obviously. And, and that's
0: considered a crossing. It's not considered an underpass.
1: Unless it's elevated. Unless it's elevated. Then okay. it is the bridge deal. Okay. And so the. Um, Railroad, you can then use the road rate to go right over the railroad. Okay, It's not slower. And that's at ground level. So if it's an embanked railroad um, at the half level, like a hillock, those uh, cost a half a movement point with no extra cost. And then the elevated railroad crossings are... The stone bridge type. Okay. So you can go right underneath it, drive or run right underneath it. And then the sunken is the reverse. So the railroad is on the bottom and the bridge goes over over the the top. top. Yeah. And then all the bridge rules apply normally in the way they're attached to the hex sides and everything like that. Yep. Okay. And that, Jeff, gets us
0: to the stream hex train. Okay. Yes, you would think it would takes us to that, but we're out of time.
1: We're out of time.
0: So, so. we're going to have to leave everybody on the edge of their collective seats.
1: Next show, stream hex terrain and towers. Maybe finish off the whole terrain time.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll see. And then, then what? We'll That's see. the question. Then would, what?
1: Would we go back to the regular rules, which you didn't finish?
0: We might go to starter kit and start do do some of those rules. Um, how, they're know, how they're different. How they're different. Especially with the new starter kit. You would mention
1: kit. maybe doing a vehicle segment.
0: Yeah. Stance yeah, yeah. on the vehicles vehicle right. guns. Who knows? Well anyway. Thanks everybody for listening. That mm-hmm. wraps up this episode. Thanks, Dave. Good Thank to you, see you, Jeff. And we'll see everybody next time. But remember yep. to roll, roll low,
1: low and rally well. But not
0: when you're playing, playing us. us right. That's right. Bye bye everybody. Bye everybody. Of all the boys I've known and I've known some. I first met you, I was lonesome, and when you came inside, dear, my heart grew light, and this whole world seemed new to me. You're really swell, I have to admit you, deserve expressions that really fit you, and so I've racked my brain hoping to explain all the things that you did to me. By me, Mr. Shane, please let me explain. By me, Mr. Shane, means you're brain. We'll